0: This is a broadcast of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Working Woman Radio Show, where we have real conversations about the unique issues that working women face. I am your host, Deanna Johnson-Cawthon. Before I start today's uh, talk, um, I'd like to let my listening audience know about something important. The Working Woman Radio Show is looking for sponsors for the podcast program. Advertising your business on this show, on The Working Woman Radio Show, is a really great way to build your brand and to support meaningful programming. Now, we have several different sponsorship packages available that can meet pretty much almost any advertising budget. So, if you are interested in getting more information about becoming a sponsor... Go to www.theworkingwomanradiopodcast.com. look down on the page and click on the link for sponsorship, download the information, and then just give me a call. I'll be happy to help you. Now that that bit of information is uh, taken care of, let's move on to the topic for today's show. Today, we're going to be talking about something that I think is super important. It's about the do's and don'ts of social media. Now... Um, we're all on it, and let's face it, using social media can be tricky business even for the most experienced users, so I thought it would be a good idea to go over some of the rules of etiquette so that we can make using social media more effective and create a better experience um, overall for everybody since we're all on it. so. I'm about to do a countdown, um, not necessarily a countdown, but 20 social media do's and don'ts, not in any particular order. So let's go on to number one. Let's get on to number one. The first one is a do. Do post unique and engaging content. Building a good personal brand is extremely important uh, if you're trying to make a good first impression on future employers or on potential clients and one of the ways you can do this is by posting things that are interesting and unique. Instead of getting lost in a sea of workout Wednesday post or throwback Thursday post or flashback Friday post, try posting something different like a hobby um, that you participate in or a project that you're working, at, working on. It will make you stand out from the crowd. Case in point My husband and I own and operate an antique furniture restoration business called Revamp Furnishings. Um, Although we have a dedicated page for our Facebook uh, for Revamp Furnishings, of course we have a website, I regularly post pictures on my personal Facebook page of projects that we just completed, projects that my husband just finished. Um, It almost always gets a lot of wows and woes, uh, a ton of likes. People like to see the creativity, and it's another way to advertise the business. So do things, post things that are unique and that will make you stand apart. Number two, this is a don't. Don't post old or outdated news. I cannot tell you how important that is. Um, This happens all the time on social media. Actually, uh, I had to reach out to two different people on social media the other day about old articles they posted about COVID-19. It made it seem as if this particular incident or issue was happening right then. And what that does is it confuses people. Uh, And it even alarms people, depending on what it is. And we all know that the pandemic has already been a stressor for us anyway. So you post something that actually happened in March for June. It makes people think that this is a new event, a new occurrence. Uh, And so it, it can cause alarm. Take a little time before you post an article online, before you share, to check the date. Uh, so that people can, uh, who view your post can get the most recent information on the topic that you're sharing about. It doesn't take that long, folks, to go back and, and check the date. Just to, you want to avoid just clicking share immediately. You want to make sure that what you're sharing is is true, it's important, it's relevant, and it's current. All right, moving on to number three. This is a do. Do unfriend people who regularly make negative posts and antagonistic comments. I don't like to unfriend people, but sometimes it's necessary. As the old saying goes, a man is judged by the company he keeps. If you are uh, friends with someone on social media who's constantly complaining, someone who picks fights uh, in the comment section of your post, it's probably going to be a good idea to unfriend that person. Not only does the negativity make you and other viewers uh, on the post feel bad in the moment, it can also make a bad first impression on new friends and future employers. So you want to keep that in mind. Moving on, this is another don't or this is actually a don't. Um, Don't post poor quality pictures. This is a super big pet peeve for me. I come from um, a family where we really value pictures. I'm considered my family's historian. I picked up the job after my auntie, aunt Diana, passed away several years ago. She was the one who kept all the photos, took the photos, developed them. This is in the days when you had to go develop p- pictures. Um, and, 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 I, and I just basically carried that on. Uh, and it, it always drives me crazy when I see a picture that's blurry. I'm thinking, why? Why would you post a blurry picture? It's so, we, we live in the days of digital photos. Um, just take another one. And so posting poor picture quality, posting qualities that have, uh, I'm sorry, posting pictures that have poor qualities can completely take away from the story. And if I'm anything, I'm a storyteller. Uh, and so, but there are several things that you can do to make sure that your pictures turn out well. And they're simple, folks. First, make sure that you wipe off the camera lens on your phone. Having a dirty lens makes your photos turn out blurry. Even if you hold the camera perfectly still, all you got to do is a little wipe, wipe, wipe. Just get a little piece of tissue. Uh, if you have a cotton shirt on, you could just rub it against the lens against your cotton shirt. I do it every, almost every time I take a picture. I'll snap, 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 and then I'll wipe. Snap, 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 and then I'll wipe. It's real easy. Next, make sure that you take a lot of shots of the person or the object that you're trying to um, photograph. And take it from different angles. Make sure the lighting is right. It doesn't take that long to do that. Just move. Move yourself around and just play around with it and see uh, how the lighting affects the picture and whether the picture comes up clearer, sharper, brighter, that kind of thing. Um, Even uh, if the most even if most of the pictures are not great, you're pretty much guaranteed to get a good picture or two if you take a ton of shots. And then finally, make sure that you write a good caption that clearly explains the event or the relationship of the people in the photo. There is nothing like looking at a picture, and this happens a lot. Um, and trying to figure out who's who or what's going on. What I do at that point is I'm just scrolling on. There's too much else to see to be trying to investigate what's happening in that particular picture. Even though a picture's worth a thousand words, it helps to have a strong caption to accompany it. All right, moving on. Number five, this is a do do give credit when credit is due and there's a whole lot of plagiarism going on on the internet folks and there have been a few times when I've been guilty of it but I've had to go back and um and most of the time I've not had a problem with it but there have been a couple of times when I've cut and pasted a photo or I've taken a screenshot and then I've you know, when I did the cut and paste, I didn't. I cut out the person who originally shared it. And I've had to go back and say, oh, I don't know. That's not probably right. If you're sharing a picture that was taken by somebody else, make sure you give them credit for it. Passing someone else's photography on as your own work is really just as bad as plagiarizing someone's written work. So keep that in mind. Moving on. This is number six and this is a don't don't use social media as a diary people it is not your personal diary i cannot emphasize this enough you may think that posting all the sad details of your life will gain sympathy and more friends let me tell you it won't people get tired of it first of all posting too much personal information is annoying and it makes you come across as needy and lonely and insecure now also, in addition to making yourself look bad, posting too much personal information can make you vulnerable to burglary and identity theft since criminals they're looking at the social media too folks. that's what do you think they're getting some of this information that they're getting They're learning about your habits and they want it and they're recording your personal information. So instead of uh, posting all your personal stuff on there on social media, get a diary. I mean, get a diary. I'm not trying to be funny. I use a diary. I have a diary. My husband has a diary. I write my personal thoughts and feelings in there. I don't necessarily use it every day, but it's there for me when I want it. And I just dump in there. It's a safe place to put whatever I'm dealing with at the moment. Um, and it helps, me to, it helps to relieve anxiety and stress. A much safer place to area issues. So um, just keep that in mind. Number seven. This is a do do use proper spelling and grammar as a professional writer, writer it drives me absolutely bonkers when i see people making simple spelling and grammar mistakes sometimes not so simple it when and it could be easily avoided um and I'm, i'll tell you something else that is in this same vein Uh, It's equally bad to use all caps when you're writing a post. So let me go back and first address the spelling. Using proper spelling and grammar is extremely important as far as communication is concerned. Before you post anything, read over it once or twice so that you can catch your mistakes. I do that. All the time. I read over my post sometimes four or five times. Even after reading over it, once I post it, I look at it again to make sure that I said what I thought I said. Sometimes an extra conjunction will get in there. There'll be an and when I'm in a but, that kind of thing. An extra comma. I go back and I edit it. You can do that. It's social media. You have, I mean, you've got your own page. So there, I mean, you you can edit it as much as you need to. Um, Using, um, but if you catch your own mistakes... Uh, If you can't catch your own mistakes, I'm sorry. Let somebody else look at your post, especially if it's a particularly important post so that they can um, catch your mistakes. Um, And or download a program like Grammarly. It helps a lot. And as far as using all caps is concerned, folk, don't do it. It's the equivalent of shouting at a person, which we all know is rude. If you're that angry, if you're that upset, it's just really best not to post at all. Uh, Grammar and spelling and those, these kinds of things matter, especially when you've got people looking at your social media um, for, you you know, who might hire you or who might be a potential client. You might not think it matter, but it really does. Moving on to number eight, don't oversell your products and services. And this is something I have to watch as a business owner. Um, If you are using social media for business, social media experts uh, recommend that you follow the 80-20 rule. 80% of your posts should be entertaining and informative and 20% should be overt sales. This ratio allows you to promote your products without looking and things feeling too pushy because nobody likes that. Moving on to number nine, tip number nine. This is a do. Do respond to comments. Now. One of the main reasons that people use social media is to interact with other people and to share their interests and their values. If you respond, and I've seen this happen a lot, if you respond to someone else's comment, uh, especially if you respond favorably, this makes them feel important, seem important, which is more likely going to result in them engaging in your content most of the people on my social media and I primarily use Facebook although I use Twitter as well um I do a little bit of Instagram but primarily Facebook most of the people on there are actual people I know but there are others that I know through other friends and there are a few people um that I don't really know um, um very well at all or don't know at all. But I've noticed when I say things, Oh, this is great. Oh, your grandchild is so cute. Oh, congratulations on your promotion. Even though I might not know some of those people very well, I have noticed them saying things, responding to my posts. So it really does work to respond to other folks' comments. 10. Don't clickbait. If you're not familiar with the term clickbaiting, what it means is um, it means to gain social media views by exaggerating or um, sensationalizing a story. If you do this on a regular basis, you're going to lose credibility, and uh, it's going to make people less likely to read your content. I've seen this, and what and and it's just. Um, it's in my conscious now on subconscious on with when I see certain people's posts come up. I just keep scrolling. I don't even give it a time of day. That's kind of what happened. I've seen their content. I've seen that it's either not true or un, it's not. It's incredible, um, uncredible, incredible. Um, and I'm like, I don't I just sort of have tuned them out. Um, so don't do it. Don't take shortcuts. There's a lot of great resources online that can teach you how to create engaging, uh, creative content. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast right now, this is one of those great resources. So take, take a little time to figure out uh, what it's going to take for you to to, to, uh, to gain um, an audience and do that. Do the work. It's worth it. Alright, moving on to number 11. Do post videos. For a long time, uh, I had not posted videos. I don't know why, um, because it's not that hard. But the more I saw other people's videos and the kind of feedback they were getting, the more I realized, I probably need to post more videos. If you are looking for a way to draw more attention to your posts, go ahead and use videos to tell your story. I'm always amazed at how much social media traffic and views I get when I post a video. matter of fact, just the other week Father's Day uh, I posted a video just a simple video of my husband grilling um, and I talked about how I was um, that how he was cooking for Father's Day although I offered to cook. But he didn't want me to touch his big brand new grill. It was just a funny little video. I think it was only about a minute, maybe a minute and a half. And tons of people, well, several hundred people liked it. Uh, And the trick was, and, and that surprised me because I didn't even really share it. Uh, And so I just thought, hmm, this is a thing. And I've been posting um, other videos as well. People are really drawn to social media posts that contain videos. In fact, posts that contain a video are 12 times more likely to be shared than a post that just contains uh, um, text and pictures. So keep that in mind as you look to build your audience. Number 12, this is a don't. Don't post inaccurate or unverified information. Just like clickbaiting, posting all information, posting inaccurate information can confuse people. Um, We talked about that a little bit before. Make sure your information comes from well-known, reliable sources. If you're not sure about whether a piece of information is uh, is accurate, go on and do your research. It's easy to go to something like Snopes.com and check it. So, resist the urge to click immediately, Uh, it just takes a few minutes, um, and sometimes less than that, to check a source, it'll save you a lot of embarrassment, Um, so keep that in mind. Number thirteen, post regularly. Posting regularly is a very important part of building your personal brand. Um, This is particularly true if you're trying to establish a business, or even if you're trying to just get a job, uh, and broaden your horizons. Making regular posts also creates a record of your activities. I use it all the time. Sometimes I forget where I was two or three weeks ago, a month ago, and I'm like, oh, but I know I posted about it. Let me scroll back. I'll even put in a, you know, uh, some parameters, a date, like the particular month that I thought that I posted that thing in, and, I, and I'm, I'm able to easily find it. So it helps you keep a list of activities, keep, keep a record of activities and accomplishments, which help you to stand out, especially if you're looking for a job. So, keep that in mind. Number 14, um, this is another don't. Don't use coarse language. There are times when I've been tempted, although that's not how I normally talk, but there have been times when something has made me so angry and triggered me that I was tempted to do say something bad, but I, I resisted the urge, and, I, and you should too. Using coarse language makes you come across as impolite, as aggressive and frankly as unintelligent which takes away from your overall message and your personal brand if you feel the need to speak out against something that you think is wrong it's best to do it in a respectful intelligent manner it's much more effective and it really shows you have good character number 15 do take breaks from social media um, I am gonna have a, to make a confession here. This one is really hard for me. I I personally struggle with this one because um, I feel like when I take a break, I'm missing out on opportunities. I'm missing out um, on a chance to you know sell my you know a particular item. If you know, but also that I'm missing out on what other people are saying and doing. Um, but you need to take a break. Um, it's a, Social media is a great way to connect with people, but sometimes you can get way too wrapped up in it, and it's not healthy. The times when I force myself to fast, to take a fast, to do a social media fast, um, have been very beneficial. I, I'll, I'll be honest. Um, it gives my mind a chance to rest and to recharge, um, and it gives me a chance to really spend more time with people face-to-face because isn't that... Uh, That's more important than being on social media. I think sometimes we forget about that. Uh, And it gives me a chance to work on other things that I need to work on. Business related things as well as personally related things. So take a break. I mean, I've heard people recommend taking a couple of weeks off of it. But, you know, even if it's just a few days, that can make a difference between um, you recharging or not recharging. So take a break. Number 16. This is a don't don't post drunk or uh, party animal photos uh gaining people's trust is extremely important that's going to be extremely important part of building your personal brand and or securing clients or gaining employment from a company. In order to gain people's trust though you have to you must consistently show um, that you are somebody that engages in safe and responsible behavior. Just in case you think young people that future employers or potential clients don't check social media, let me tell you, you are wrong. They absolutely do. As a business owner I check it all the time for future clients or Um, or just, you know, just, just to, I'm scoping out, um, people that I may want to contact. So I'm looking at their Facebook page. I'm looking at their Twitter. I'm looking at other social media. Um, I do it all the time. Also, my husband, who is a hiring manager, um, for a large county here in, uh, Metro Atlanta, he does it all the time. There have been candidates that he has seriously considered for a position, He liked what he saw on their resume, but he went to their social media and he's like, no way. So um, managers, hiring personnel, they're all looking at your social media. Posting pictures of yourself while you're drunk or attending a wild party, it takes away from the trustworthy image that you're trying to build. And so it's something you should avoid. All right, we're getting down to the last few. Here's the number 17. This is a do Do, um, and, and, uh, this is a do, and let me, let me see this one. I'm sure I got, um, behind. Do use the right social media platform for your target audience. Um, you will absolutely drive yourself bonkers trying to use all the various social media platforms out there. It really is impossible. There's really too many to use. Each social media platform has a very different demographic which means that it's really important to find the right social media uh for your target audience um that you're trying to reach for me that happens to be facebook i um with this podcast i'm reaching older not old but older people maybe between 40 and 65 or so uh and those tend to be more on facebook um, then like Snapchat or something like that or Instagram. So you've got to find the right social media platform that works for you. If you're trying to reach a wide variety of people, Facebook and Twitter, they're good choices. However, if you're trying to, um, market specifically to a younger audience, you're going to probably need to use something like Instagram or Snapchat. Um, this here's, here's a don't do not beg people to engage in your posts. There's nothing wrong with occasionally asking people to share your post. Uh, but constantly begging for likes and shares, that's gonna be annoying to people. Instead of begging people to engage in your content, work on making your post more informative, more entertaining and relevant so that people will share them without being asked. Uh, and so you, you won't have to beg them if the stuff that you're sharing is um, engaging and interesting anyway. So, folks, I hope that um, this information has been helpful to you. Um, I know going over some of these things just in um preparing for this particular podcast was 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 a good reminder for me it was super helpful for me so i hope that this will be something that you can use and that will make your time on social media more profitable more beneficial for yourself and more beneficial for everyone else who sees your stuff so with that being said our time together is just about up Um, and, um, I will share some links that, um, for some other resources. I'll share that on this, uh, on the page for this particular podcast in the notes for this podcast. If you haven't done so already, I want to encourage you to subscribe and download episodes of the show by going to www.theworkingwomanradiopodcast.com. You can also find us by visiting the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network and clicking on the Working Woman Radio Show icon at the um toward the bottom of the page or as you scroll down the page also when you go to the show um page for the episode like i said you're going to have some other resources so don't forget to scroll down so that and click on those resources um, that could uh, be a further help to you for more information about upcoming podcasts and working woman radio show events You can go to the working woman radio show Facebook page and please become a friend This is a great place a great space to share your comments ask your questions because we really do want to hear from you Well, God bless and we will see you next time on the working woman radio show